welcome to the Self-Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. Okay, hello, welcome to episode 447 of the Self-Help Podcast with me, Ed Lamb, and me good pal, Sean Orford. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing very well. Happy Christmas and a happy new year. And um... and the same to you and to all our listeners. Yeah, this is uh, pre-recorded, but it's going out on or around New Year's Eve or New Year, sorry. So it's time for our New Year resolution podcast special, hey? Yeah, yeah. Um, and this year, with everything that's been going on and the year to come, then it's probably one of the most relevant years to be thinking about what we're going to be doing, really. Yeah. Uh, and what we can do, yeah. I mean, I, I usually start by asking what each other have been up to, but I've um, I've had me booster. I take it you're all boosted and you're uh, good. Yeah, I've got the whole hog. I've had the virus. I've had the three jabs, uh, and I've had um, I even had the flu jab this year, which I haven't had for years. Mm. But um, I thought I might as well go for the full set. Why not? Uh, yeah, may, may need to protect people around me, like Auntie Vera, who's had four. You know, it's like looking after everybody. All the trimmings. Um, yeah. I guess I guess we should say that uh, we're, we're, we are recording this pre-Christmas, so um, in the UK at least, but there are, there is a bit of trepidation about what restrictions might be in place immediately after Christmas. So, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, we don't exactly know where the world will be by the time this um, this episode goes out, but it's yeah. probably in a slightly it, different place to, to now. It, it is it is sounding a little bit like we could be in some level of lockdown, although we probably won't call it anything like that. Yeah. Um, but it's looking like that could be the way that it's going. So by the time this goes out, maybe people are in... Uh, some kind of restriction. Yeah. Further restrictions, indeed, yeah. We'll come on to that in a bit as we discuss uh, the episode, really, just in the wider sense of how it might impact 2022 and beyond and how um, best laid plans and all that, you know, when we're making resolutions and setting goals, sometimes uh, life, mother nature, or, you know, that getting hit by a bus type thing, things can uh, <laughs> crop up that can get in the way, can't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll come on to that. But yeah, livingthepresent.co.uk is our website. All the show notes and links there uh, as ever and all links to previous episodes. And do sign up for uh, alerts. Put your email address in the box on the homepage. We'll send you mm-hmm. weekly alerts and free meditation files, meditation files that might come in handy. Yeah. You try and keep a level head through 2022 and beyond, hey? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I guess that that's, that is a really big one in terms of because um, I mean resolutions to me are about things that, that we might want to achieve but there's, they're also about things that we might need you know like we might resolve to lose weight say um, but in, in this current climate with the levels of, of um, mental health issues then it's like doing things that are going to help us be able to de-stress, relax and calm down mm. are really really important you know? yeah um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I guess yeah. Let's let's start with a, a chat about because we do we do a New Year's podcast pretty much every year as we set targets. And I'd be interested to go back and listen to our previous selves and 
um, let's find out what we said. I'm kind of leading it away a bit from the whole idea of uh, New Year's resolutions. Uh, and I, I kind of, we can talk about it as we go on, but I'm, I'm starting to wonder whether they're worth worth doing at all. <laughs> Sorry to set things off on, a, on, the, on, the, on the wrong track or the right track. Um, but can they be bad for us sometimes, resolutions and, and, and I, I, I think it's whether you set yourself up, isn't it? So if I say <clears throat> my resolution for 2022 is I'm going to be able to fly to the moon, you know, I might be disappointed at the end of the year that I haven't done it. And I think that that's a lot of what people do with resolutions if they're unrealistic. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have to be. Then you get a sense of failure. Yeah, exactly. And it's not just going for a trip to the moon. You know, most research shows that, you know, this time of year when people will be getting their gym memberships and a new pair of trainers for Christmas or whatever, and, uh, you know, halfway into January and their uh, stuff's gathering dust and you haven't been to the gym yet because uh, <laughs> so yeah. it's not just the lofty goals that can hit us. Uh, it's yeah, yeah. The, uh, it's the kind of everyday, really simple stuff as well. It, it, it can be hard to see through. So, um yeah, uh, I've lost my train of thought a little bit there, but, but I mean, maybe but, it's just because... The, the, the thing is that we don't know um, what's going to happen in the sense of each year people have gone and got um, gym memberships they don't use. But this year, will people be thinking, oh, I don't think gyms are a good idea because there's lots of people together all breathing out and coughing and all that kind of stuff. You know, maybe I won't do a gym membership this year. Maybe it's going to be the reverse. Yeah. Um, there's a... There's a... There's a massive, massive gym opened up not too far from where I am in Bromborough um, that I've cycled past uh, on in last week when I was going to pick pick someone up, um, and it kind of well I guess because it's that big that if it's if there aren't many people in there then there'll be plenty of space to to spread out so it'll be safe <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> but to me, it, I kind of stopped and I took a photo of it and I've put it on my Twitter account. It was kind of a bit of a temple to from what from my point of view a lack of health rather than a healthy place to be. It's, it was so huge. It's like an aircraft hangar. Um, and to me, you know, from my world of uh, walking and cycling and kind of climate change and stuff like that, um, and, a, and a health service that's buckling under, the, under pressure from various, for various reasons, a massive gym like that signifies that, our, that in a deeper sense, our lives are out of balance and we are a very unhealthy population. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if anyone else sees that as they drive or walk or cycle or get the bus past these massive temples that we call gyms now. But to me, they're, they're a signifier of a lack of health rather than somewhere that yeah. kind of, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I get that completely. And I, I, to me, the thing that goes alongside that is that uh, we have to organise our play. You know, if you put a couple of kids together, they just play. They don't kind of arrange it. Whereas we have to say, okay, um, next Thursday at three o'clock, I will meet you to go and do. Um, so we're not actually being, we're actually arranging to do things. Um, whereas, like you say, if, you, if you're kind of cycling and walking and doing stuff, you're actually in it, you're doing it, you're in your body. Whereas if all you're doing is walking from the seat to the car and the car to the seat and then the seat to the car, and you know, um, then you don't actually because one of the other things that you must notice I, I always get this lot when I'm on a bike is when I'm out in the world you can smell it you can taste it and you can hear it when you're inside a metal box going along you're completely disconnected from the world around you 
Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. It's one of those what kind of wider issues that I've, I've spotted as I, you know, my simple request was some like safe cycling infrastructure for my route yeah. to work four or five years ago is snowballed into yeah. this obsession of like seeing the world is quite an unhealthy place and uh, yeah, we need to reconnect. And I guess, you know, thinking more about now about um, resolutions and how we view 2020, 2022 and what we want to do, I guess it's very easy to go along with other people's ideas of what we need to be and what we need to look like and how, yeah. what health looks like and what success looks like. Maybe we need to start rather than just instinctively getting that gym pass or saying you want to, you know, be able to run a couple of miles and a go without stopping that kind of thing. Maybe we need to stop and just have a little think about what it is we actually want to achieve with our lives and what success really looks like. Yeah. And I think that's something that is going to be changing and moving um, certainly as we get older, but I think that it's something that in the current climate is going to be moving and changing quite a lot um, as people's values about what's important, Jason. The amount of people that have said to me, um, I've kind of changed my friends. And I say, well, what do you mean? And they say, well, I've realised since the, uh, the beginning of COVID and lockdown and everything else, who are and who aren't my friends. The people, you know, the people that do actually make an effort go out of their way and the people that if I didn't contact them right so and it's like people have gone through and they've been pruning their Facebook and contacts and all that kind of stuff and getting rid of people mm. and I think that's going to be quite a dynamic change it is yeah and we'll, we'll go through a bit of a list of things you've written in your blog post about you know what to think about when you're setting your goals and your resolutions but I guess uh, that's an important part of it and it is mentioned in, in the list about asking for advice and listening from loved ones. And it's more a case of sometimes when you set goals and you kind of, you do need to start, I think it's important that you need to speak to your, the people you live with or the closest friends and family that you have, that you're going to do and embark on these things. Because initially a lot of people that might be used to seeing you in one way um, might be a little bit kind of get defensive and worried that you're going to change. Is that is that an important yeah, thing yeah. to do then early on? Very real, very real. And it's being able to adapt. The, the way that I see it, I, I like the image of either um, a captain of a ship or a pilot of a plane, and both of them are heading to a goal, and uh, their destination. But all the time, either the winds or the currents are blowing them off course. Yeah, and there, and and the, the role of the pilot isn't to steer the plane; it's just to keep it on track so that when it drifts off, bring it back. And I think that's what happens to us when we are setting goals and trying to do things and we, we head off in this direction, but then the winds of emotion and time and problems blow and we drift off course. And it's that ability to be able to bring it back on again, which is when you do really achieve your, res your resolutions, you know, uh, whatever you resolve to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Cough, went down the wrong pipe. Yeah, so I mean, step one or the first point on your blog post is about having clear goals. We've already discussed then that before you even start writing down your goals, it's probably worth thinking in the wider sense of what it is you want to achieve and where you want to be headed in life. But um, that clarity of writing down your goals, and you do mention actually write them down, is is really important early on. Yeah, and and the thing about writing something down is that you're reinforcing. And if you write something down, you've got it in your head, 
you processed it through your arm onto the paper. Now you can visually see it. So you've got this double reinforcement going on. Yeah, I've, I've heard as well, we've discussed this years ago, man, but I think sometimes, maybe not so much with writing it down, but, you know, when you tell your the people that you love and that you hang around with what you want to do, yeah. there's a part of you that when you say it out loud actually feels like you've already done it and it can be it can actually yeah. have the reverse effect um so do you have to be a little bit kind of guarded with stuff sometimes as well and kind of to a certain extent keep it to yourself sometimes because I, I think that there are times when um someone has a some kind of uh, resolution for the year that to them is kind of important and when they say it out loud other people belittle it or Say, oh, you're never going to do that. Oh, no chance. So you get that kind of negative reinforcement going on. So, and, and I think that issue about who's allowed to say what to whom, you just have to be discriminating as to who you talk to and who you tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because I guess, yeah, I mean, you, can, you pick up on little cues, don't you, when you tell someone something that you want to do, and they might kind of just shrug it off and say, ha, yeah, all right, whatever. And kind of that, yeah. that little um, nonchalant, phrase that they say might you know do a lot of emotional damage because they're they're basically telling you even though they're kind of nodding and agreeing that no way you're not going to do that and that that kind of that can have a big impact on it on your yeah, yeah. kind of appreciation of whether or not you can achieve it <clears throat> so i think that the other thing that that is kind of uh lays in wait for people is that lots of people are good at talking the talk and not walking the walk so there are many people that will moan about their life and their circumstance and their job and their partner and whatever else. And they will moan to people generally. And other people will say, well, you need to do this and why don't you do that and you could try this. And then they don't do anything. And then they moan again. And it goes around in a cycle. And in the end, people don't give them any credibility because as soon as they say anything, we'll just go, yeah, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, and don't give it any value, and that's because the person set themselves up mm. um, rather than actually being a truth speaker, saying what they need and then doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's a good it's a good time to kind of reflect and think about the the people that you do hang around with the most, and how you know if they're being supportive in your, in the changes you want to make, or if they're, yeah. if they're offering kind of justifiable kind of you know because there will be barriers and tough things along the way that you need to think about so you want a bit of honesty as well don't you in one sense so that people can help, yeah. you, help you prepare yeah. for the uh those stormy waters <clears throat> yeah yeah and and when the waters do get rough and they do when you're trying to affect a change of some sort it is useful to have people around you they've got life rafts and things to keep up if you need it um the worst thing can be when you think there are people around you with life rafts, and when you turn around to grab them, there's no one there, mm-hmm. yeah. and that can yeah. be a hard thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, yeah. like you say, you'll you'll meet people along the way, won't you? And you new on these new ventures and uh, things you want to do, and it's it's yeah, you, you will need a support team of of people. That, either it's people that you already know, or it's people along the way that you meet. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it's never getting to that thing about I can do it on my own and do it alone kind of stuff. That doesn't really work. It doesn't help. But, mm. yeah. um, you've got education written down. Uh, I mean, that's a big one for us that live in the present, isn't it? In the sense that life is for learning. So it's kind of, a, <laughs> you, you, is it important? 
in that point that you've written is it basically saying be ready to learn lots of new things and from our point of view that 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 might actually be the most important and happiest and most fulfilling part of of uh of completing a task the things yeah, you learn along the way part, part of the journey isn't it but <laughs> how many people um get something wrong because they didn't take the time to check it out in the first place mm. you know whether whether it's planning a trip somewhere and not actually checking that you've got all the right stuff that you need and everything's in date and everything else and then suddenly you find you can't do something you know, that's totally me with when i'm putting together um like ikea furniture or some kind of flat pack furniture i'll kind of so often i'll make a mistake when i'm uh putting because i won't read the instructions properly or i haven't quite got that right part or i've put the leg posts from the bed frame in the wrong corners and the screw holes aren't in the right place that kind of thing because i've just kind of bashed on and assumed that i knew what i've read the first line of what the instruction was and then just not read that important bit at the end <laughs> you yeah. know? and it's it's yeah. cost me an hour of time or whatever and that can that compounds over time doesn't it and especially if you yeah. do it so yeah, bigger, yeah. it can really add up to months and months of, of hard work <clears throat> and then, you know that thing that um what do they say people that fail to plan plan to fail yeah yeah, yeah. prepare to yeah i can't remember something like that anyway <laughs> yeah um yeah and what you, we've already talked about kind of reviewing and adjusting along the way does it does that even does that even go to the point where um your goal can change along the way yeah. in the sense that you know you you might kind of realize that oh hang on a second that i was aiming for this but i've actually realized i want to go over there instead yeah and and that is very relevant. That isn't kind of failure. It's, it's that if you hadn't set off on the journey in the first place, you wouldn't have made the discovery to realise that you needed to go to B rather than A. So it, it yeah. is it's very relevant that you are in motion. Uh, and if you never started, you would never never would have realised that A was relevant. Yeah. You, know, you would have the fancy uh, or B was relevant. You have the fancy. You know, what I mean, the alternative. Uh, rather than the fantasy in your head yeah, yeah exactly so it's, uh, it's okay to change your way along change your ideas along the way you know in uh mm. well i guess it's all right in the ultimate mm. sense as well to to abandon ship altogether and abandon the plans you kind of realize halfway through that you um yeah that it's not something actually that you need to do it's it's all right to kind of say you know having given it a lot of thought i'm uh i'm abandoning the idea and i'm going to go try something else instead yeah <clears throat> And and uh, but if you hadn't started, you wouldn't have got to that point of realizing to go to the next bit, and that's the point. Really. <clears throat> Which is the issue of how many people? You know that idea about the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and it's like how how many of us have got this? You know, I will get around that, and I will do that, and and I will achieve this, and and like we never do because we never do it. Mm. Um, and and if you don't actually get off your butt, and get started. Because um, it's much easier, isn't it, to leave it till tomorrow and then, yeah, no, rather than actually doing it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess yeah, the, the the point we talk about all the time on the show is that uh, that quote, "Happiness is a journey, not a destination." So when you're uh, going for that big goal of getting to the moon, let's say, um, I mean, the moon, that's probably not a good one because probably that in that case actually landing on the moon is probably quite a euphoric moment and probably quite a good one <laughs> but in an everyday kind of sense uh 
like let's say you're trying to train to run a marathon crossing the line on the marathon isn't necessarily the best part of it or even running the marathon itself it's all those little things along the way all the little breakthroughs you made in while you were training or things you learned about your body or you know trainers you met that helped you kind of get to know your body that much better that that's all the that's the really fun part isn't it for me and doing running again to the point of actually doing runs where you get a medal and all that kind of stuff i'd never do that anymore they're completely irrelevant to me uh it's not none of it is the fun of going for a run it's you know you've got to get organized you've got to run this place with all these mad people that all get in the way when you're trying to run and you know, and it just becomes a pain for what? So you can go, hey, look, I've got a goal that says I've just done 10 k whatever. You know, um, and that is, but to me, that's not what it's about. It's, it's a bit like I, I love cooking. I really, really love cooking. Uh, I cook for lots of people. I do lots of stuff with food because I love it. I love the process. Um, and people keep saying to me, you should go on MasterChef. And I think, I can't think of anything worse. You know, I cook because I enjoy it. I don't, I don't want to cook because I'm under pressure and I've got some twit telling me whether I'm right, wrong, good, bad. You know, I just want to actually cook the food. Yeah. Do, 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 you know what I mean? It's like, you know. Mm. Well said. And it, it works for people, but it's like not my, not my stuff at all. I, no. I like the journey. I like the journey, I like the fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, cool. I think we've gone through most points there. Um, Happy New Year, Sean. And, uh, and happy new year. We got a key kind of well, not just a resource of the week, but something a resource that you think people might well, value right through the year. The, the, this is a college made easy list, right? Which hooks into kind of learning thing. But they've got loads of ideas for New Year's resolutions. You know, when people think, well, what should I do? Uh, and it's it's just kind of interesting to flick through the list. There's about 70 things on the list that they suggest you might like to have a crack at. Um, and and that's fun. I, I can remember when I was a child, back along in the dark ages, when lots of people would do night school. It was a big thing. You know, what are you doing at night school this year? And people's um, uh, kind of resolutions um, about what they were, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to do French this year. Oh, I'm doing basket weaving. And there, there was this big thing about people... Um, had different ideas of what to do. But if there wasn't the brochure from the night school college telling them what was on offer, they never would have known what to do, if you see what I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so sometimes we do need a, a list, because especially when we've been through lockdown and people are a bit kind of like, and their motivation's gone. Maybe we do need a bit of input from another source to kind of get us going again. Yeah. You know? um. yeah. Brilliant. All right. Well, I'll link to a couple of online learning platforms. One is Udemy, which is a good one for oh, learning yeah. like technical things like, I don't know, photography or you know, that mm. kind of thing. And another one is masterclass.com, mm. um, which is like actual amazing experts um, like Neil deGrasse Tyson and um, Alicia Keys teaching about the things that they know about. I think I think Gordon mm. Ramsay's on there as well. But yeah, it's, it's learning from your heroes, basically teaching you step-by-step step the process of how they got to where they were. So I think it'd be really interesting to look at some of those. I think they've both got free yeah. trials as well. You yeah. can, uh, you can uh, yeah, have a little taster and see what you think. But yeah, both very yeah. cool websites for online learning. Sounds good. 
Um, yep. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to smash it in uh, 2022, aren't we, Sean? We're very excited. We always are. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can do this, as they say. I hate that phrase. You can do this. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry if it sounded a bit negative earlier on. I'm, I'm not negative. I'm just kind of a bit... It's a bit of a been a bit of a strange few weeks, and it's going to be a bit of a strange year, I think, isn't it? Yeah, and and that's the thing is that we don't know whether because we were always assuming that by the time we got to this Christmas, it would be so different to last Christmas. <clears throat> you know, what's it going to be like by next Christmas? And the issue that we were talking about about are there going to be more variants and more vaccinations and boosters, and you know, we don't know what we're looking at. Do we? No. Yeah. Hey, but whatever life throws at us, we'll be uh, we'll be okay, won't we? Yeah, woo. Up to a point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, Sean. You have a good one, and I'll catch up with you again next week. Okay, you take care. See you, everyone. Yeah, bye. Bye. bye.